Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a brunch with Desby Slay. Hey, 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 what are you doing here, mate? Welcome back to another episode of Brunch with Desby Down Under. Not really. Could you imagine if I was Australian? I feel like I would be so much more interesting if I was Australian. But happy episode 201. I hope you guys loved last week's episode. It was such a blast um, to be talking with Wyatt. I swear, like I I love podcasting solo because I love to not shut the fuck up. However, having a counterpart, having a co-host, like you get it, right? It's fun to listen to banter. And especially between Wyatt and I, like I feel like you guys see our dynamic and it, it is genuinely just funny. Like we have so much fun together. I'm not, Listen, I want to make it very clear. Not every day is rainbows and sunshines, okay? Couples are still couples. Marriage is hard. I'm not painting this picture of a perfect marriage, but we do have fun together. Like we really try to actively be funny. We have humor. Life's too short. You know, fucking live a little. Have a McChicken. Little bit of an update. (laughs) Speaking of McChicken, I have been on a McDonald's spree. And I'm I'm not proud to admit that, okay? But I haven't had McDonald's in a while. And the other day, after I got off the podcast, and went and had a McChicken and I had a sweet tea and some fries. And if there is one thing I would argue with anyone in the world is if I'm going to die over processed food, it's going to be McDonald's fries, okay? I am not giving that shit up. So it was delicious. Next day I woke up, it was Thanksgiving. I felt like shit. Like, yeah, I would have thought I was hungover. Like it was... It was not settling right, okay? So we have Thanksgiving. Beautiful day. Had a nice balanced meal. Like, you know, I feel like Thanksgiving is a pretty healthy meal, quote unquote. Like, it's it's a pretty good broad array of, of foods, right? Next day, we wake up post-Thanksgiving, right? You're still kind of in this cozy vibe. It was cold outside. What do we get for breakfast? McDonald's, okay? And if there's one more thing that I would also die of with it being processed, is McDonald's hash browns, okay? I don't know what they put in their potatoes to make their fries and their hash browns, but I will gobble that up if it puts me in the grave. I do not care. Funny story is, my chiropractor, my mom's worked at for like 25 years, he actually has a box in his office from when I was a child, okay? Like like 25 years ago, I was probably three when he got this. It's a McDonald's. Double might be a Whopper, McDouble at least, burger of some sort, in a medium fry. No preservatives in it. It's just in a box. And it still is there. So that's terrifying to put it into perspective of what McDonald's food is probably made with, okay? Speaking of McDonald's, by the way, if you're looking to do um, and listen to or watch a good documentary, there's actually a really good documentary on McDonald's. 
I'd have to look it up. Let me look it up for you guys because I'm so serious. It kind of made me respect the hustle of McDonald's. Let's look. McDonald's documentary. Okay, not super side. The founder. The founder. And also on HBO Max, McMillions. So the founder is on Netflix. McMillions is on Max. Both pretty good. So anyways, recap on that. McDonald's was great. Felt like shit. But I will die on a hill for ketchup and fries and mayonnaise and hash browns and fries and mayonnaise. And I stand by that. Okay. So I hope you guys had a beautiful week. Hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving. Obviously heading into this week, we actually have the bachelor finale, which I'm terrified for. Okay. We've seen the teasers. We've seen the trailers by this point, we've seen the winner. So I'm not going to like spend a ton of time on it, but it has been a rough two weeks for me stressing about Teresa winning. And I'm sorry. I will continue to say it until I'm blue in the face. I know she doesn't give a shit about me, but I give a shit about her and I don't like her. Okay. So that's about, that's where the cookie crumbles there. Um, so I'm excited for this week, excited to be reviewing this on Sunday. I'll be sure to put a little post up on the Instagram, just kind of declaring my thoughts <laughs> that no one gives a shit about on The Bachelor on Sunday. This past week, what also came out, which is exciting, our favorite time of the year, <laughs> Spotify wrapped. You kind of, you know, giving a little bit of Taylor Swift. Speaking of Taylor Swift, she was my number one artist this year. I was actually really shocked that it wasn't Olivia Rodrigo, to be honest. Olivia was my favorite artist last year, and this year it was Taylor Swift. So it was a little shocking. <laughs> I mean, I love Taylor, but I listened to Olivia a lot this year. I was, I was pretty shocked. However, Vampire was my number one stream song. So the exciting thing about Spotify Wrapped is that every year when you do get your wrapped, it also breaks down your podcast. So if you're a podcast listener, aka my gal pals, you typically get a little bit of feedback on like who you listen to most. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm so happy to report that so many of you guys got me as your number one girly on Spotify. And that doesn't include Apple. Okay. So pretty exciting. I was just like seeing every year, like, you know, your listeners are from here and they really loved this episode. So my top episode this year on Spotify specifically was my sex tape on the iCloud. So you guys are fucking nosy. Okay. First off, you guys are nosy. That was a tell me a secret episode, but it was a good one. And it was funny. It was like, listened to 533% more than any other episode. I was like, really? You guys didn't, that was the one you guys latched to for real. <laughs> that's what, that's how we are. So that was exciting. Um, so if I made it on your Spotify wrap this year and you didn't post it, share it with me now. Okay. Other than that, Spotify wrapped, you know, thanks as always for doing your due diligence of showing up for us. I absolutely love getting my wrapped Spotify wrapped came first. Apple Music Wrapped or whatever the fuck you weirdos call it came second. I want to make that very clear. Spotify is a superior streaming platform. And if you don't believe that, fight me. Apple Music doesn't do shit. Okay. And I've come to the realization too, that Apple phones really aren't that good either. Like I kind of wish, I wish I didn't have to be on iPhone, but like everything else I own is Apple. So they really monopolize me and they really manipulate me into being just like an Apple whore. But like, I don't want to, I kind of, sometimes I wish I could have that. Like, what's that flip phone? It's like the 2.0 razor of like 2024. Well, coming out or maybe it's already out, but it's like a, you know, revamp. But I feel like Android does an overall better job at like a fun new look, but Apple caters to those people who hate change, which are a lot of people in the world. <laughs> a lot of people hate change. Change is uncomfortable. Change is awkward. 
Um, speaking of change, there's a lot changing with me. So we have a lot of life happening. The kids have been kind of in and out of like being sick. I've just been, I've been working like a dog. Okay. I've been getting a lot done, wrapping up the year, wrapping no presents. I want to make that very clear. I've not done any fucking Christmas shopping. Um, we're gearing up for six weeks to slay. We're right now in week two of four weeks for gains. Like this is when we kind of like start to ramp back up post-holiday season, right? And I don't know about you guys, but I have been on my grind of just like trying to gain some muscle this winter. Like I'm taking full advantage of the winter coat, you know? I want to have a juicier butt, you know? I want to have juicy legs. And by getting uncomfortable and being in a position of gaining some weight, it doesn't have to be crazy, okay? Um, But that's where shit like that happens, right? It's what you do in those winter months, what you do in the months that everyone else is off. It's how you're hustling. So that's kind of like my life changes right now. A lot of life, a lot of stuff going on, but also like I'm really focused on my fitness journey of just staying healthy, enjoying the gym, enjoying my training and going fucking heavy, which simultaneously you get to enjoy more when you're eating more because your body is able to, to do more, to have more output, to have more strength and energy and stamina. So I've been running and by running, I mean like for like 20 minutes, I've been doing like a few Peloton runs a week, which I just really enjoy like doing a mix of like long runs, like as many, you know, minutes to run. But then I really love doing speed work. That's just where I was made for speed, you know, and that's just where I, that's where I succeed. I don't, I'm not made for distance. My knees aren't made for distance, baby, but I definitely love the speed aspect. So that is what's new with me. I also am back on TikTok. Actually, I felt the need to tell you guys that because I do shit talk TikTok a lot. And let me be very clear. I still will continue to shit talk TikTok. I think it depends on user experience, how you choose to use the app, how it could affect you or how it does. But I think of like just posting for funsies on there is enjoyable. Like I, I enjoy making my little vlogs. I enjoy that because that's why I loved YouTube so much, but it's hard to like keep up on. So the other day was my first day, like not posting in, you know, like a week or two. Like I was kind of like fired up about it. Like, oh, this is fun again. And I was like, oh, I'm just not going to post it. Like, I don't care. You know, I got other shit to do. And then I was like thinking about the fact that I made that choice. Oh, I, you know, I don't want to today. Did I just have like an accent there? I just said, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to today. And then I woke up and realized not everyone has the opportunity to make that decision. Like imagine being a massive TikToker right now and not necessarily feeling like you can have a day off. What the fuck would never be me, would never be me. If I'm not aligned and I don't feel like fucking posting, you will not see me smiling for the camera, figuring out a way to make a video for the day, you know? So all of these people that I see on TikTok doing vlogs every single fucking day, three to five times a day, doing fucking deep cleans, all the shit, girl, you ain't happy. You're not. So I will still argue on the Hill that like TikTok is a beast there's a lot of beautiful things that can come from it. Like a lot of people's lives have been changed because of TikTok. That's fucking awesome, right? Like go off. But I'm just in a position where, you know, I'd rather just be doing what I'm doing, helping the people that I love, talking to you guys and not worrying about a million internet warriors like hating me all day. And it's funny because we we think about like people who don't like us, right? And you're like, oh, well, their opinion doesn't affect me. <laughs> it affects me. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm an Aries and I'm also a type three Enneagram. I like people liking me. And I naturally know not everyone will, but it doesn't mean that when you like attack my character or my integrity or my personality that it doesn't hurt, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at is I'm like, I'd rather just swim under the radar, vibe how I vibe, <laughs> do what I do, <laughs> stay true to me and do me, you know, literally. So, you know, if for some reason, like, you know, my TikTok were to blow up and life keeps going. You will not catch me compromising myself and what I want to fucking do to maintain that shit. That is on fucking God for real. Speaking of God, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't going to get into this because I was like, oh, I'll save that for another episode. But you guys know I've struggled with my religion like this past year, not, not believing like not atheist, not, but it's like, but what, what do I believe? You know, I believe in a greater power. I want to still say I believe in God, but then like when I say that, I find myself like, am I lying? Like I I get scared to like do the wrong thing or like admit that I believe in the wrong thing. So even like when my friends have gone through really difficult times lately or stuff, um, or I want to support someone, I only say like, you know, sending hugs, like thinking of you, you know, thinking of you and like gathering strength to push on, you know, whatever. I don't even like to use the phrase like praying for you. Cause like, I'm not, you know, like I'm not praying right now. And it's, it's difficult because like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm, it's very, it's weird for me to be in because I don't not believe in a greater power, such as something you would call a God, but is it God? Like, is it Jesus who I've always been raised to believe in? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And and I'll also be very honest. I haven't explored it. Like I'm not sitting here like looking up, you know, what is Buddhism? Like, does that align with me? Like what is Judaism? Does that align with me? Like, I don't know. Like I, I'm not a fucking philosopher of religion. I, I don't have the capacity to do that right now, but I've just been really struggling with like, what do I believe? And, and when I say certain things like, Oh, swear to God, you know, I, I almost like cringe at myself even using the word God. Cause I'm like, who is God? Do I believe in God? Am I, does, is God real? I don't know. So I've just, I've still been struggling about that so much. I've dabbled in the idea of like, do I go back to church? Like, do I just start doing like an online sermon on Sundays? Like, do I just start again? And then I like feel embarrassed. Cause I'm like, am I going to like go back on what I've said? How do I learn? When will I feel open to receiving that information again? Because I even, I think about someone coming to my door right now, knocking on, you know, hi, we'd like to talk to you today about the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would literally shut the door. Like I'm not ready to receive that information. And I think it's because I went through so many years of my life with it shoved down my fucking throat that it's like, I don't want it. And, and I know there's been periods of my life where I've been so passionate about it and I've, I've seen the good work and I've done this, but then I get, I spiral in my mind. I'm like, is it God though? Or is it just my mental health was well? And I had a place to displace those emotions. Like, I don't know. I don't want to get too into it. Cause I think it's a, a great podcast episode to kind of expand on like why I I've continued to struggle, but it, sometimes it just feels like God is this like big, pl- like place marker of, okay, well life isn't going well and life is stressful. So I need something to kind of hold on a crutch to not make me feel so insane. And that crutch tends to then be like God or religion saying, oh, he, he's doing this for me. He's, it's like, just admit life sucks right now. Like it's okay. Like it's okay for life to suck. 
and I think that's what turned me so off from like religion is like during my experience with Archie specifically, it was just like, oh, this is all part of God's plan, you know? And I'm like, fuck God's plan. Okay. I don't fucking need that energy right now. Like just come with me, have camaraderie with me right now that like this situation fucking sucks. Like we don't have to, oh, we'll pray on it so hard. It's like, I don't want to pray. I want to fucking complain. And I want to just sulk in this for a minute. I want to sit in the suck. You guys know that's my phrase. I want to sit in the suck for a minute. And then I want to press forward, you know, but it's still like an individual decision to wake up and decide to keep showing up. You know, it's not, oh, well, God, let me keep showing up today. It's like, well, you also have to physically get out of bed. God can do that for you. So anyways, we could talk on and on. And I'm not like shaming people who believe in God. Like I'm not, I'm definitely not that type of person right now. I'm just simply questioning, what is that for me? What is that relationship with the higher power for me? Um, I'm not like an astro girly. I'm not a crystal girly. And I don't care if you are. Again, I think religion, spirituality is whatever you believe in. Like that's exactly it. It's still a personal decision and a personal experience. And I just simply don't know what I believe in right now. Like it's, it's really all it comes down to. And I don't have a lot of outside influence to push me into anything either. So I'm just kind of floating through it right now. And like I said, I have, I have thought, you know, I've come across like my elevation church, come across my transformation church, the podcasts. And I'm like, do I listen to one today? You know, and then I see a new episode of the toast or of my own show. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to listen to that instead. I'm just not open to receiving feedback right now, you know, and that's just kind of like where I'm at. So as my life continues to change and evolve, I'll keep you guys updated. But when I said on God, I'm like, Oh God, I even hate just saying that like on God. Cause it's like, is on what? Like, okay. So anyways, let's get back into the bread and butter of this week. First off, you guys know, as of yesterday, my official collaboration was finally announced with Paragon. Oh, I just want to thank God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm being facetious right now. Paragon collaboration. So it's so funny because I have a post of the day that I announced I became a Paragon athlete, official athlete. I think it's like June 17th, 2017. So six years ago. And in the, in the caption, it actually said at the bottom in, in, in the meantime, (laughs) this is so me in the meantime, use code Desby at checkout for 11% off, you know, six years later, so going strong, but And in the meantime, use my code and I'll get to working on my own collection for Paragon in 2025, LMAO or ha 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 or something. And it's funny because like manifested that shit, you know, (laughs) manifested it before manifestation was like a thing. So anyways, here I am 2023, end of 2023, I get my own collaboration and hopefully with your guys' support and the support of just like for the brand period, I'll be able to have another collection. It was so fun to be able to be like in charge of. And I have a whole like YouTube video with kind of the behind the scenes and how things were and how it felt and all the good stuff. I also will have a full review on YouTube. So I came out of my YouTube hole for you guys um, to fully break down all of the clothing items, why I created them, why I love them and everything. So you guys know I, I wear a lot of clothing. We're a lot of active wear. I've tried on a lot of active wear. I love active wear. So when I was creating this collection, I really wanted to curate products where I'm like, if I had to wake up in wear one style of legging, short, shirt, and bra for the rest of my life, what would those feel like right now? 
And that's kind of how I based how I created this collection was like out of everything I've ever worn, what do I like best and how can I make it into what I want? So my favorite piece is definitely the limitless long, long sleeve crop, like bra. It's a built-in bra. We have bra pad inserts on both sides of the shirt. So you can actually wear it front ways for a little bit of like a V cut, like cute, kind of like ballet style top. You can wear it reverse, which I love doing, um, where you get kind of like this high but scoop neck feel. Um, you can still wear it. Like I said, you can wear it backwards. So we really made sure to go through a bunch of different prototypes to make sure like the thumb holes were perfect on both sides. Cause when you're creating a shirt to be worn two ways, you got to make sure that your fucking seams are right and it fits good. You know, you got to think of a lot of stuff and it really, we really nailed it. I'm so excited. It's called wavelength. Um, it launches December 12th, 2 PM EST, 1 PM EST for early access. And guess what? You bet damn right you can use code DESB for 11% off. This is such an amazing opportunity that I have. I'm so honored that they asked me. Like the only other collaboration they ever did was back in 2017 with Christina Capron, very much like an OG in the fitness space. And I still remember vividly having a conversation with them. This was probably in 2017 spring. And I was at Wendy's headquarters doing my internship. We had a call on the phone just kind of discussing our relationship and where I wanted to see myself with Paragon. And I told them I wanted my own collaboration. Like I want one day I will have a collaboration like Christina did X, Y, Z. And I remember where I'm at. It's one of those like core memories for whatever fucking reason. I'm about to clock off of work. No one's in the gym. I'm wrapping up. I'm sitting in the office, you know, stuff like that. And so it's really cool to see it come to life and for them to have so many affiliates now and have just grown as a company and to still kind of just come back to their roots and support me while believing in me and what I could create for Paragon and what, you know, you guys will love. It was such an honor. And I really made this collection with the idea that you didn't have to know me to love what you saw, right? It's bright, it's vibrant, it's fun. Everything that I encompass into clothing. Um, And I feel like anyone who knows me knows Paragon and knows what Paragon lacks, which is like color you would see this collaboration and immediately be like, Des did that. You know, like it's, it's so me. It was so fun. It was just such a great experience. Like it really was. It was, it was a blast. So can't wait for you guys to get it December 12th. And again, I'll have a full review on YouTube, full, like little cute behind the scenes, just how the past year has gone creating this and different things I've had to do and all of that stuff. And then yeah, off to the races, December 12th. So just in time for you guys to shop for yourself for Christmas or tell your friends or your family, your boyfriend, your girlfriends, your husbands, your wives, whatever the fuck you have, you can tell them. Personally, with all these, with all of these pieces, they are true to size. Like it's, it's rec stretch material. Um, the only thing I would say is with my Des B high flow legging, you get a really nice snatch at the waist. So the only thing I would say with that is if you probably are between sizes, I would size up, but that also goes for anything in rec stretch. It's so stretchy. It's so compressive and buttery. If you're between sizes, I would always recommend sizing up. So it would just be something to like keep in mind is like naturally with different seams, you're going to get a different fit. And out of all the colors, I mean, I love them all so much, but for some reason, when you, when you dye fabric, it can come out like feeling different. It's just, it's natural. Right? It's science. The color Aries, it's like this really beautiful, like blue turquoise, deep color. It's, it's stunning, but that color fits so fucking good. Like, I don't know why there was just something about the material and the way that it was dyed. 
I was like, damn, this fits, this hits, you know, this fit hits. So just something to keep in mind. Doesn't mean the other, other ones don't fit well. It was just like, you kind of can notice a difference between fabric coloring and that one is a solid color. It's not a print. Um, the other prints actually kind of look like my wall. Like we, like it's wavy, it's vibey. You guys know me, like this is me. You will see this collection if you haven't already and literally be like, that is so Des. Like it's, it's so perfect. I'm so proud of it. And like I said, I'm so honored. So go support so I can have another collection. Okay. But I'm really nervous. I'm really excited. Um, and again, I just hope people like it. You don't have to like me to like it, you know? So I just hope that whoever customer based Paragon reaches that they just like genuinely like it. Right. You don't have to like me just like what, like what I made. Okay. (laughs) So before we dive into a few stories this week that we have to cover, let's pop our cranberry. (laughs) Our hymen talk last week sent me into fucking oblivion. I had quite a few guy friends reply, um, to the conversation as well. And even they agreed. They're like, I don't know what a hymen is either. So funny. (sighs) Mm, Haven't had one of these in a couple weeks. Hmm. And the funny thing is too, I actually saw a, um, reel and they were asking men, can you pee with a tampon in? And like, literally all the men were like, no, I think you need to like, take it out. (laughs) Uh, It's funny that some of those people are like in charge of making decisions of women's bodies, but like, don't know how the women's body works. Pretty ironic. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Okay, so we have the the emphasis of today really is Josh Giddy and P. Diddy. Okay, if you've not heard of both of these, they're fucked up stories. I will give a trigger warning on sexual assault allegations, etc. But before we get into there, let's talk about our girly swirly Taylor. Okay, so Taylor wrapped up her tour, her second leg or, or yeah, her second leg of her tour here at the end of 2023. So she's off for the rest of the year. Good for her. 
Where's reputation, bitch? Okay. Fuck. Um, but also finished up her tour, touched down and immediately headed over to our man, Mr. Swift's house, meaning Mr. Kelsey. And so she's snuggled up there for what it seems like maybe the rest of the holiday season. I'll be pretty curious. It sounds to me and seems to me like obviously they have been dating for a while and most reports have actually been able to like predate their relationship back to approximately, I believe it was like June. So they've been together on, you know, kind of BTS for a while, kind of low key. Um, And so now knowing that it kind of makes sense that they're, I don't want to use the word rushing into it, but listen, when you're 33 and you're 34, quit fucking playing. You know, we're either going to make it or we're not. Like when you're in your 20s, I feel like that's when you can kind of date people for, you know, two, three, four, five years, still break up. And you're like, uh, you know, big L, but like I learned from it. When you start getting older and you maybe want a family and you want all of those things, it's like, hey, shit or get off the pot. You know, this is either, either going to work or it's not. And I feel like as you get older, you're more in tune with yourself. You're more in tune with your wants. It's pretty apparent whether it's going to work or not. So I don't think they're wasting time testing that and making sure that it's maybe something they want to continue to do. So I saw quite a few stories too come in on Dumois. Is that how you say it? Dumois? Dumois? Um, the pop culture gossip. And a lot of people were mentioning how she has said that she's like ready to start a family, ready to settle down. She wants to get engaged ASAP, et cetera. So I feel like this could move really fast. And I've said it before and I, I still stand by it. Like they will get married and it will work and it will be great. Okay. <laughs> so I'm excited. We obviously have the Super Bowl coming up before we know it. I just think we're going to see a lot of her. Um, and it is nice to see her back just like in the limelight. Like she deserves, she's, she is the pr- people's princess. Okay. She deserves to be there. She deserves to be in paparazzi. I'm excited to see her. So that was exciting. Um, we also had just for shits and giggles, we had Brittany Mahomes have bronze's first birthday, um, which is their son. And it was just like another day to be like, what it's like to be rich, you know, rich, rich. And I have a lot of respect for Patrick and Brittany. Like they both came, they've both come from nothing, you know? So when I see them living this life that they live now, honestly, I'm like, go the fuck off. You know, you asked Brittany eight, 10 years ago, she's 18 and she's finishing high school. What the fuck she's going to do with her life. She wanted to be a personal trainer. She wanted, I think she wanted to be a physical therapist, even whatever. Like she had aspirations. Like she wasn't just trying to be a gold digger and like sit back and relax. Um, and so I give her a lot of props and, and Patrick for just building what they've built, like fucking go off. So when I see them as much as I'm like, whew, what it's like to be rich. I'm also like, you know what you guys, you guys both deserve it. I think that they're great people, um, without like knowing them obviously, but I think they're sweet. Every time I've talked to Brittany, she was nothing but nice when she was pregnant with Sterling. Um, she let me send her, send her like a gift basket and stuff. Cause at the time we just, we had DM'd a lot at the time. Um, and she was just always so kind. And she still is. Every time I reply to her story, she'll like still send me a DM back. And I'm like, I'm like friends with like Taylor's friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyways, just a little like side gigs I saw. It and I was like, wow, that was such a cute. It was like a one like first touchdown party. It was adorable. So anyways, let's get into the stories. P Diddy and Josh Giddy. But we also did, by the way, just see a weird thing come out with Britney Spears this week. She had just another like really strange video. And it was just like one of those things. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I know that she is expressing herself even after reading the memoir, right? It's like, I know why, but it still doesn't mean I'm like, but why, you know, 
kind of making me uncomfy. So a lot of people were in the comments like, this isn't her, her teeth aren't her. Um, people saying maybe we shouldn't have gone so hard on the whole free Britney thing. Y'all freed Britney. Now look at the dumpster fire. Um, I see depression, letting things go like your dental health care. Um, her teeth look different. This is what happens when people who don't know family situations aren't minding their own business. Um, everyone's screaming free Britney. Now look, so it, there's not a lot of positivity going on in these comments. And she, I mean, she's looking crazy. She's in bed. She is naked and all she has on is a choker. And I mean, she looks a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. And I, I try not to use that word. Cause it, I don't mean it in the way of like, I don't know. You get, I don't care. Cancel me. I don't give a fuck. She looks kind of crazy. Okay. But also we know what she's gone through. So it's like, is this her just really embracing her freedom? I don't know. Um, but it was a story that comes, came out and it's like, are we, I don't think we're ever going to get over this free Britney thing. Cause even she's wrote a memoir and we still don't believe it. So it's like, it, this will probably just go to the grave at this point. All right. So let's go over first. What is going on with Sean Diddy Combs? So also known as P Diddy, which is really odd timing because this past week I've put on my Instagram story a few times, like wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy grandma, you know, and I'm like, oh God, that didn't age well. So here we are, Sean Diddy Combs accused in a third lawsuit this month of sexually assaulting a woman. Singer Aaron Hall is also named in the lawsuit. The woman identified as Jane Doe accused Combs and Hall of assaulting her and her friend in the early 90s. From here, um, we're talking about the fact that she was like shocked. Um, she was very traumatized in this way. They specifically said here that they did drug her and assault her back in 91 when she was a college student. Um, she had reluctantly had dinner with Combs at a New York City restaurant, accompanied him as he ran errands, and then accused P. Diddy of recording the assault without her knowledge and sharing the video with other people. Combs denied the allegations, saying the claims are not credible and this is a money grab. Um, from there, there was also a lawsuit. Cassie's lawsuit was settled one day later for an undisclosed amount of money. Cassie, whose full name is Cassandra Ventura, said she decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. Um, a lawyer for Combs said... There's in no way an admission of wrongdoing. They just settled it. Mr. Combs decided to settle the lawsuit and it does not undermine his flat out denial of the claims. So again, Cassie was the one that it first off came out about him. She accused him of rape, accused him of uh, sex trafficking and abuse. They were, they were all thrown under. So again, she had filed the lawsuit and then like immediately after it was resolved. So what does this mean? I don't know. I think it's, it's really hard. It's really hard when you have stories and allegations coming out when they could be true. There's no doubt, right? But in the event that they're not, false allegations also like change people's lives right? Like in a bad way, like in a negative way, if you're falsely accused of something. And in this way, again, I'm not saying he's falsely accused. I'm just making a way of just sharing in general. When there's allegations that go around and they make huge news like this and it's not real, your life is still forever changed, right? Like even if these are actually not real, right? Fabricated or dr dramatized, whatever. We will still never look at P. Diddy the same, Like, right? Like he's fine, 
probably, right? Like he's fine to just go hide for the rest of his life. But that's the thing is now he's going to have to hide for the rest of his life. He actually stepped down as CEO or chairman of Revolt, which was one of his businesses. And again, I am by no means saying, oh, free Diddy. Like, fuck no. I'm just saying, get to the grounds of the truth. And how do you get to the truth? How do you get to the truth 30 years later? Like, and I'm just, I'm just genuinely asking, right? Because if you asked me something that happened to me in 1995, I would have no way to document that, right? Like there's, it's just words at that point. Nowadays, I feel like if you can go back, um, say that this is 2050 and we're having this discussion about something in 2020, we have enough shit documented to fucking out anyone, okay? No one can get away with anything nowadays, but you start to venture into that early 2000s, 90s, 80s when technology was so low and we weren't really doing much, it's hard to like have an evidence-based case. Does that make sense? Anyways, I'm just kind of speaking from, I've watched a lot of like true crime stuff in the past couple of weeks and it's just amazing the changes of what happened back in the 80s, 90s to like now. You can't get away with fucking anything. We don't we don't have any, any such thing as like serial killers anymore, right? Because- if they're a serial killer, maybe they go on a rampage, but then they're immediately caught. But there's no such thing as like, oh my God, who did it? You know, because they figure it out so fast. So next story we have kind of falls along the same line. There is a new investigation around a basketball player from an Australian, okay, Australian professional basketball player for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He is, let's see, he's 21 years old. God, that's crazy. He's born in 2002, puke. Annual salary of $6.8 million. No, I'm just kidding. It's just like literally all there. But the scary thing is P. Diddy and Jay Giddy aren't having good weeks because he was actually um, alleged to have had an inappropriate relationship with someone I believe as young as 15 years old. So this, this is not, let me tell you, this is not going that well for him, considering the fact that he is now being accused of this. And again, these are huge claims that they, they stain you, you know what I mean? So Giddy turned 21 in October, the age of consent in California is 18 years old. Um, but according to the Los Angeles times, he was having a relationship with a minor after photos and videos supposedly supporting the allegations hit social media. The NBA confirmed to Yahoo sports, Vincent Goodwill, that they were investigating the claims. Giddy who the times notes has trained in the Irvine area in the past has continued to play since the allegation surfaced. When asked about them at practice Friday, he declined comment as he should like, like that doesn't even mean you're guilty. It's just, if you have like a lawyer there's an ongoing investigation. I wouldn't be saying jack shit either. You know, like, no, you are not twisting any of my words in the media and we know how media works. Um, so I don't, for me, I'd be, I would be in that same place. and be like, do not fucking talk to me about that. So anyway, we'll say, we'll see what happens. Um, there's a few different reports out from like TMZ and stuff too. Uh, just that like, they're not cooperating with giving feedback. Um, I don't know. It's a very new story, but why it told me about it? Because it, I said, oh yeah, P. Diddy has like a story against him right now. And then why it was like, wait, Josh Giddy? <laughs> I'm like, no, like P. Diddy. <laughs> so there we are. That's really all I have for that. I guess the, the exciting thing is that there is actually a new Netflix series that came out on Wednesday. I told you guys just last week that I watched um, or I listened to Dr. Death season two. And on Dr. Death season two, 
or maybe it was season three, regardless. It was about Dr. Matthew something. Anyways, my point is, let me just cut to the chase. That story is coming to Netflix on Wednesday. So by the time you guys see this, it's going to be out and I'm fucking watching it today. I'm so excited. Um, so it's based off of the same story I already listened to, but I finally get to see it instead of just listen to it on Spotify. Um, and it's called bad surgeon. So that it's on Netflix. You guys have to watch it and I'm really excited. So last thing I will, I will get into is one thing I did want to mention because I brought up Taylor's reputation. I actually watched the reputation stadium tour on Netflix um, the other night, just to like fall asleep to weird thing to fall asleep to regardless. I thought what a loss, like to miss out on the idea of reputation, like reputailer, you know, Tay, why didn't we do, why didn't we do more of that? Or did we back in the day? I don't remember. Like it was before like social media, we might've had Twitter at the time during um, reputation. Well, we definitely had it all, but it wasn't like, just not like what it is now. Um, so I'm like, did we, maybe it was a thing. Maybe it was a thing and I missed it. So watches for the week, golden bachelor. We're going to watch the other thing I watched. This was so fucking good. You guys, two things. Okay. Number one, nearly normal family. This is on Netflix. It was a Swedish, Swedish episode series was like eight episodes. It was dubbed but it was so easy to watch. Like sometimes you can get a hit or miss with a dubbed show. Sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it can be really badly dubbed and it's hard to like listen to. So like, fuck the, the like mouths aren't adding up. It's very uncomfortable. This was so easy to watch. I think you guys would really like it. It was such a fucking good show. It was such a good twist. It was dark, but nothing like triggering or like nothing like too scary where you couldn't go to bed. Like it was just a good story. You guys would really like it. I don't want to ruin it for you. Please go watch it. It's on Netflix. Like I said, it's like a seven to eight episode series, nearly normal family. The other watches I didn't get to, but Matt Reif, and this is old news. Okay. Old news. I get it. Matt Reif had his comedy special released. Upon Matt Reif releasing a comedy special, which let me mind you, I'm not a Matt Reif stan. I could give a fuck less about the guy. I've said it since he became like mainstream. I was like, seen him on Wild and Out, weird as fuck. See him now, weird as fuck. I think he's ugly. All the things above and beyond. I wasn't like a fangirl of like, oh my God, I got to get tickets. You know, whatever. I don't give a shit. I like Chris Stefano. I like my Chrissy baby. I like my Theo Vaughn. I like Bill Burr. I like Tom Segura. I like Andrew, fuck, what's his name? Andrew S. And Bobby Lee. Like, I like my OG comedians. I don't give a fuck about Matt Reif. No offense. Okay, I don't care. However, there was a lot of drama that came out and I have not watched it. So I'm not going to sit here and give my full two cents on the show. I have not watched the joke. I have not listened to the joke. The only thing I know is that there was a joke that people are deeming inappropriate. They're trying to cancel him for it. And they're also now trying to cancel him for his reply back. Let me first preface this by, I have spoke on this before. If you are in any way an easily offended person, you should never listen to a comedian, okay? I have heard some dark shit on comedy specials. I love the art of comedy. I like the taboo of making fun of things or making jokes of things that are so serious in life, getting out of the bubble of seriousness and finding lightheartedness 
in certain situations to me is nice. It's nice to just let it go, let loose, right? I like comedy. I can laugh. I can giggle. And I like watching comedians test their personal boundaries. That That is the craft of being a comedian, right? So I respect the comedy community. I think it's, and especially right now, and a lot of comedians have voiced this over the past like couple years since, really since COVID, it's very hard to be a comedian right now because everyone's so fucking soft. And I'm saying this out loud to you guys because I'm only assuming if you're listening, you're not a fucking softie. And if you are, I need you to get a little bit tough right now, okay? Because comedies, comedy slash comedians are supposed to be awkward. It's supposed to test the limits. It's supposed to make you think twice. It's supposed to make you hesitant about laughing. You know, you're kind of like, oh, should I laugh? Not every joke's going to laugh with every land, with every crowd. Comedians know that, okay? They're, they're geared up for it. Now, when I like assume how his comedy special went, it was still ranking pretty high on Netflix. Let me tell you, Netflix doesn't give a fuck if, you're, if you were offended or else by now they would have pulled it down. But guess what it's doing? It's making them money. No one gives a fuck about your opinion because of their, if they're making money, they don't give a fuck. So by people being in an uproar about this, the only thing they're doing is pushing more views, which equals more money, which equals more money in Matt Rife's pocket, et cetera. So it's a really counterintuitive thing to try to cancel this guy when awkwardly you also bring an array of people that end up going, oh, I don't know who this guy is, but I think that's funny. So you're kind of like creating a fan base for him as a comedian. So anyways, I did not watch the joke. I did not watch the special. I don't give a fuck about it. Um, probably still won't watch it, but just my first initial take of hearing that it was like a bad joke. I'm just like, what isn't in comedy? Like there are so many deeply rooted, like racist, homophobic, transphobic, fucking mental retardation jokes, like all of this stuff. Like that is comedy. And if you're not used to comedy and you maybe are just, you fell in love with Matt Rife because you thought he was hot, then yeah, that's going to be a shock to you to hear a certain joke be made or something, right? But I don't know. I just, I respect comedians because none of us would ever have the balls to get on a stage and make a fucking joke that could piss some people off. So if if I know I wouldn't do it, I'm not going to judge someone that does. You know what I mean? Because it's like, good for you. Wouldn't be me, but like, do you? But I think his response, I do know what his response was. Oh my God. He put on his Instagram story, I believe, or somewhere. If you were offended, like by my special, I deeply apologize. Um, here's my official apology. And he put a link to like click. And it was a link to special ed, like helmets. I don't know the correct verbiage. And that was his rebuttal. And all I have to say is, is fucked up. Well played. You know, if you're going to be the bad guy and you're already a comedian, just to lean into it, more power to you. (laughs) Again, wouldn't it be me? I would be fucking 10 feet under in a fucking dirt grave taking a dirt nap for the rest of my life. So hats off. Um, Wouldn't it be me? But I would love to hear your guys' feedback on that too. Other than that, we don't have a ton of launches coming up. It's kind of the end of the year besides Paragon. Um, so thank you guys for supporting me this holiday season. If you decided to shop my code this year um, at all, but specifically like Black Friday speaking too, thank you so much. It was a very, very overwhelming Black Friday. I felt incredibly fucking, I, I felt incredibly like tone deaf, even sharing 
any Black Friday stuff because I just know the state of like finances right now for everyone. I know, you know, student loans came back, like all of these things. And I just felt, I literally just felt like a sack of shit, like even telling you guys what deals are coming up. As much as there might be someone to take advantage of it, I was like, you know what? I just gotta like, I don't care if I, you know, make less money. I, I, I can't do this right now. Like I feel like a fucking sack of shit. It is what it is. So I shared what I could and what I felt like felt right. And then I was like, that's it. I, like, I'm good. Someone else can have the commission. I don't care. Um, it was just, it was way too much for me this year. So maybe better luck next year, you know? <laughs> um, other than that, honestly, I don't have like a lot more to say. I, I actually was going to not record this because I recorded it a day late yesterday. I was not feeling well at all. Um, and I've had a lot of work this week. So I was like, fuck, um, you know, I just, I have a lot going on let's go ahead and figure out like how I can go ahead and, you know, maybe record this later before I know it, it's the end of the day. And I realized I never recorded, like I didn't even realize. So my, my podcast editor, God bless her was what let me send this over to her later. And so I was like, I was just frazzled. I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? What, what, what was this week's topic? Like I was so fucked up. Um, I've had a really fucking hard week. Like I, I wish I could just like overshare to you guys everything, but it's also one of those things that I told you guys this, what, a week or two ago where they're like, protect your peace and like, so no one can fuck it, fuck it up. Like work in silence and like no one else can fuck it up. You know, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like go with that mantra right now. So as a chronic oversharer, it's killing me, but I'm glad I at least got to share my Paragon collaboration. Woo. That was tough. That was a toughie, but I'm so excited. So stay tuned on my YouTube for the reviews and stuff. Make sure that you comment below, say hello. Let me know how you liked this episode. I don't know. I feel a little frazzled because we didn't really have a proper like exit and outro, but I love you guys. And I just come here to talk shit every week and have fun. So if you guys like having Wyatt on more, if you want more like guest episodes, like with Wyatt or my sister or whatever, they're the two people that are like closest to me. You guys have to realize like they're within like either centimeters of me or like half an hour from me. We don't have a lot of options. Okay. (laughs) So if you, but if you like banter and that's, you know, more the episodes you like hearing, like that's fine. Let's do it. Um, but I just, I want to make sure that, you know, then I just want to make sure that the show always stays about me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.